0: <laughs> Land Grant Brewing Company, <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. Right in
1: front, too. Just make sure to get a bunch of film, like all over the mic. Yeah, I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one?
0: Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University: Beers with the Brewers.
2: Happy holidays to all, and welcome to another edition of Land Grant University Presents the Beers with the Brewers podcast. This is a special pre-Christmas edition of this uh, renowned audio program. I am joined today by... Who are you? By myself, Walt (laughs) Keyes, co-founder and creative director at Land Grant Brewing, Sitting next to myself is assistant general manager in the tap room, Eric Hafner. Welcome back, Eric. It's good to be back. Thanks, Walt. Also joining us is Meredith Miles, our director of communications. Season's greetings. And the eternal captain of the beers with the brewer's boat, head brewer Dan Schaefer. Ahoy. So I was <laughs> wondering, um, like
1: if this was a movie to describe our situation, what like time travel movie would describe our current is this like a looper podcast or <laughs> <laughs> uh, Primer. Have you seen that one? I've not. It's pretty dark. I think that's where we're at.
2: Yeah.
3: That's the one you chose? Primer. Oh, primer. You're not like, you know, it's a wonderful life or <laughs>
2: <laughs> Family I, Man. Who knows? Okay. You know, it's right. it's time travel. It's hard to really wrap your head around.
0: It's I true. don't think I know very many. Time travel. Like
2: But I guess I guess that's a good point since this is like um a holiday themed episode, probably like Christmas Carol, yeah, is probably Ooh. more apt. Like an alternate. So right now reali- we're in like an alternate reality. In Christmas
0: past, relative to when this comes out. That's Christmas Christmas good. Pe- when yeah. you're listening to this, you're in Christmas present.
3: Now it's been a minute since I've seen the Muppet Christmas <laughs> Carol, but which one was the Ghost of Christmas Past? That was the. That wasn't the creepy one, is it? Where he's like,
0: who are the two? Uh, are the, two curmudgeon the Marley guidance, brothers, the Mar- uh, Marley yeah. and Marley.
2: Ah, yeah, our hearts
0: <laughs> are painted black. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so anyway, we're recording this on December 16th, and it's coming out on December 22nd. Which Um, is
0: just the same cadence we would normally do.
2: Yeah, I guess this one's pretty normal. Um, But anyway, we're talking about Tinsel, which is our holiday lager. Uh, It's brewed with apricot and ginger. It's a nice holiday crusher. Perfect for your all-day Christmas...
0: Extravaganza. ...indulgence.
2: Um, But yeah, Dan, you want to take it away on Tinsel... Holiday Lager. Yeah, so this is a, a
1: little bit of the, the higher end for a lager at 6%. Uh, 10 IBUs because you don't want it to be too bitter with the um, uh, ginger sort of provide its own bitterness. And uh, apricots with the, the tannins, same thing. But uh, the base is the same this year, just uh, some Swain pills, a bit of Munich, um, some um, Beards Medium Crystal, which we love. It's like tastes like a Heath bar. And, uh, honey malt, which, um, despite, uh, the name does not taste or smell like honey. Uh, but when you, uh, mill it in, it smells like crunch berries. <laughs> um, we use, uh, apricot, uh, concentrate. You get that kind of jammy flavor, uh, and candy ginger because, um, peeling and grating ginger sucks. Um, I had to do that actually for a collab beer at my uh, previous gig and, uh. Everyone else sat around and drank beer, and they're like, hey, you're pretty good at that. And I was like, oh, F you. Um,
2: but yeah, the, the, the candy ginger works much, much better. I'm not sure it applies to the brewing process, but I want, on a David Chang podcast, he said, do not waste your time peeling ginger. Just go ahead and grate that whole thing. So I've been doing that. I don't know if okay. that would help. I don't know if that would affect like
1: brewing, but... Well, I'm gonna start
2: doing that though, Yeah, when I when you're cooking, it's like okay, that's uh, makes mm-hmm. things a lot easier. I'm gonna do it and not tell anybody. ginger's always <laughs> in that weird ass shape. It's yeah, hard it's to impossible. it's hard to peel. Yeah,
3: uh, what's a, what's ginger a primary ingredient in? That's not like a sushi uh, accent. It's used a lot in like Thai and Asian food. Yeah. Okay. You doing a lot of that at home these days?
2: Yeah. We yeah we'll make like um, like. Ginger lime chicken and noodles good. and stuff. Yeah. We're coming over. Yeah, ginger lime. We'll, bring, our, we'll bring. I'll bring the tinsel. <laughs> you, yeah. you bring the ginger dish.
1: <laughs> right, so any, uh, yeah, the 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 big change uh, with this from last year is we had originally used um, peach uh, concentrate and uh, switched to apricot because um, a lot of times they say if you want an actual peach flavor, you use apricot in a beer because peaches are mostly water and um, not only that peaches had like a really crappy year last year so they're kind of hard to get a hold of anyway i i for one do get apricot over a peach in the in the flavor
3: profile of this particular batch but i think i prefer apricots in anyway
0: i'm not sure my palate could discern between the two in the nature of what it is but I think the thing that I like the most about tinsel when it comes to this time of year when you're drinking a lot of the kind of like potpourri-esque <laughs> beers is that it's so it's so light. And it's got like almost like a tiny bit of like tart bite to it that keeps it real, you know, sip after sip, just mm-hmm. coming back for it. Um, and it's not overwhelming ABV-wise, so you feel like you can really crush it in a festival, a, festi- a fest. Festive, a festive, festive manner.
2: Festive crusher. <laughs> festive crusher. Very. It's, it's in very. I was say in a,
0: a festival way, but that doesn't <laughs> really. More. That sounds like a festival. Festive. <laughs> a fe- yeah, a festive. A, a <laughs> um, I've had too many tinsels. Uh,
2: that's a. We should put that on our beer name list. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's not. Yeah, it's nice to have a like a, a sort of lighter on the palate, lighter on the um, ABV holiday beer. But yeah, it's not full of nutmeg and clove and and you know gingerbread and whatever um but yeah the, the ginger gives it like a nice little like that, tingle yeah, like and zip. spice mm-hmm. um you should get a little bit of that that sort of stone fruit that apricot and it's it's really nice beer um I'm, it's yeah. also
0: really pretty like I, I the only ones i've had this year have been out of a can so being able to sit here and see it in a glass it's a really nice sort of bright amber color
3: there's also like an unexpected uh, tartness. I wouldn't have thought this to be a tart beer, but it is. It uh, got like a nice little well,
2: yeah, like that fruity tartness, Exactly. Yeah. Um cool. Uh, so we've talked about how, you know, nice and easy drinking this beer is. But let's make it official and and ask ask that that question that's on the lips of everyone this holiday season. How crushable is it? How
0: crushable is it?
2: Meredith, you're up. Go. 5 Wow. Whoa. <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus. Going yeah. Aggre- up the gates, <laughs> aggressive.
3: Yeah. <Okay. laughs> I was going to go with a mild 3 on that
1: uh, Tinsel for myself. A mild 3. I'm I'm thinking 4. Um, though I'd probably alternate this with something like B D yeah. or I mean I I kind of like the breadth of all of our um Sort of holiday offerings with frozen grove and tinsel and beardy. Yeah, you cover a lot of bases there. So Winter Garden. So like a
2: little like a holiday flight. Um, it's also a holiday flight and excellent beer name. Yeah. Um you could have like a planes, Trains, and automobile theme to it. Mm-hmm. Or like a riding in the back of the van with the Kenosha kickers kind of thing. Um <laughs> those aren't tinsels. <laughs> I I you. Gotcha. Um I've only seen that movie once, but I got that reference. Um yeah, I think, you know, it's 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 got a very specific flavor. Um I think I'm with Dan I'd probably alternate it, but I think just taking it on its own merits, it's probably a four. Um it's it goes down real easy and it's a nice sort of change of pace this time of year. So Meredith uh pulled out the calculator app. Apple not a sponsor. Um,
0: I shouldn't have had to because, honestly, (laughs) I'm at a five, he's at a three. Round that out. You're both at four. It's a four.
2: (laughs) You know. None (laughs) of us are math majors here as far as I know. So it's always good to check our work. And so that that makes it a four crusher. Not a unanimous four, but four nonetheless. Um, So, yeah, Tinsel available now. It's uh, whatever day it is, the 22nd, as this podcast releases. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, you got a couple days to come down to Taproom pick this up, take it to uh take it to your holiday f- celebration. Um if you can't make a to Taproom, you can still also find it around town um in craft beer retailers throughout Central Ohio. Um yeah, so pick some up, take it to Christmas.
0: And if you want to create your own Christmas flight, we do have our 12 beers of Christmas boxes at the moment of recording. There are still some available, the holiday sampler pack, which does include a tinsel and then a variety of the beers that we've talked about over the past few weeks. And we'll talk about over the next few weeks. So
2: yeah. And also as supplies last includes a free land grant Christmas ornament
0: and pint glass. So it's like a stocking stuffer with your tummy stuffer.
2: I don't (laughs) think you could fit all that in a stocking, but you can try
0: well you put th- you put the extras in the stocking. Oh, okay. You I put the you glass mean. and you put the and
2: ornament you put the in the stock. And tummy. the beers
0: are in the tummy. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> under the tree. That's, <laughs> how,
2: it that's how it works. <laughs> anyway, we got a question from a listener. Cincinnati. I assume this is someone from Cincinnati named Matt. So if it's Matt Chapman, hey Matt Chapman. If it's not, congratulations on your Instagram uh name. Um <laughs> His question, I assume it's to him. It could be a her. Um, who knows? What's your favorite holiday tradition that you did as a kid and still do today? If not a tradition, a favorite memory. Good oh. question, Cincinnati. <laughs> Send us a message and we'll get you your free T-shirt. Um, however, we can. Who wants to go first?
0: I would actually like to defer to the dads. I mean, I know you're all dads. Everybody else on this podcast has children. Mm. Eric, she might be a little young. I don't yeah. know if you've implemented. But are there any, I guess, like the traditions that you maybe still do today because you have kids that kind of tie? You did it as a kid, so you do it with kids? That would be my kind of sub-question, if there's anything like that that you guys do.
2: Yeah. The, um, we have a lot of things we do year in and year out. Um But I'd say the one that we always do, like, same thing every time is... And we're actually not going to do it this year because we're going out of town, which is unusual for us. But um, uh, we would always go on Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve day, we would go for a hike at this one specific park near my folks' house. And then we would all go to Skyline. And then uh, we would go for Christmas Eve dinner at my grandma's while she was still alive. And then... um, in later years go to my sister's where her now husband cooks the feast of the seven fishes. So we just eat, I don't know why we feel the need to eat skyline before eating a meal like that, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you got I guess you have to have lunch, but, um,
0: I'm sure Cincinnati hey, would appreciate delicious. that. Yeah. 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 So,
2: person. yeah. Um, so th- I would say that was our sort of, uh, our tradition. There was a sort of a wastewater, um, drainage pipe that comes out of the side of the hill on our hike. Um that we, we nicknamed Dewdrop Falls. And so we would always hike to Dewdrop Falls and then turn around Not Dewdrop Falls because of it beach. No, sandwich. it's mostly okay. rainwater, but oh, it's you know, th- it's not the most scenic place in America. But mm-hmm. it was a good mm-hmm. it was a good place to turn around and head back. I have to admit, amidst that whole beautiful
1: story, I did not see sewage drainage pipe. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that coming. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what I'll go with.
3: My dad used to always make us watch uh, It's a Wonderful Life Every Christmas, which I feel like is a pretty normal tradition for a lot of families. But I, we were, I think, a little too young to watch it, and I resented it for a long time. I was like, man, we have to watch this old black and white movie. Uh, but then I eventually learned to love it. Uh, but I've seen it like 33 times, being 33 years mm-hmm. old. So I'm going to try and pivot uh, for Emmy Lou and make her watch my favorite Christmas movie, uh, which is Batman Returns.
2: Oh, yeah. That is a good Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Yeah. Super solid. So that'll,
3: that'll be something that is uh, implemented in my family uh, in the coming years as she gets older
0: good um uh,
1: i had the benefit slash misfortune of um marrying a person that has a family that's as christmas crazy as mine so it's kind of a weird folding of of all of our traditions but my favorite one is um uh the missus does like a full on christmas eve dinner uh like uh rib roast yorkshire pudding blah 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 Mm -hmm. all the stuff Mm -hmm. Um, I think my only contribution to that is I usually do shrimp cocktail, which I eat most of myself because no (laughs) one else eats seafood. Um, uh, The only thing that we still really do from when I was a kid is, um, not even from when I was a kid, but um, my my parents sort of built their dream house out in the country, uh, a nice little uh, log home. And uh, there's a Christmas tree farm not too far away from there uh, that we would always go and get massive trees um, to stick in, in Front of the house where they've got a thirty-foot ceiling, so they can actually, you know, stick oh something massive yeah. up there. The first year, it was like a, a like a twelve-foot tree, and we actually had to go up into the loft to stick the tar star on the top of the tree because uh, you know, we didn't have a ladder that could reach. Um, but we um, we still go down, drive down uh, from Columbus down to Lancaster uh, to uh, cut trees at that same Christmas tree farm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, as tradition dictates, we will pass right near the entrance, the tree that is perfect. I'll say, that's not too bad. And the <laughs> missus will say, why don't we walk a little further? We walk all the way to the back of the lot, come back to the front, and we cut down the first <laughs> one that we saw. Well,
0: well, then you're really confident that it's the right one. You know, you've, got the, you've seen them all. You've got to you see them all. Yeah. I don't know. I, was pr- I felt pretty confident <laughs> the first time. <laughs> that's true. pretty confident. That's true. that's true. I don't really have too many from a... Holiday tradition, we actually did more of a New Year's Eve tradition. We did fondue with my family. It was a thing we did every year. And as kids, we didn't know it to be like a, I don't know, a thing that other people didn't do all the time. And it wasn't just like cheese. It was like oils. We were cooking meats. We had the veggies. We had like all the stuff. And that was something that we did. We would always do a round of... um, We'd go get the sauces from, like, we'd go to, like, McDonald's, and we'd only get, like, sweet and sour. And we'd get, like, certain sauces from certain places, and you'd have, we had, like, special trays and the whole bit. So that was something that we still do to this day um, as schedules permit, even if we have to do it in February, because everybody can get together. We always do that, which is probably the closest I've got to that. But I will say, in more recent years, my brother got married to... Um, someone who grew up in our same hometown. So it's nice when we're back home for Christmas, we always do Christmas Eve at their house. And for a long time, they even did like a little like church service at home because um, their grandmother lived with them and she couldn't go to church anymore. So it was sort of this makeshift Christmas mass. I don't know, like (laughs) in the living room, which at first I was like, what are we doing? But it's actually become this really fun kind of, You know, we, you know, hit hit it and we turn on the boom box and there's like Christmas hymns (laughs) that we're singing. I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun. And then we do sort of a seven fishes type of situation as well, which is really great. So I will say that that's my latest favorite memory in terms of tradition, but fondue all the way. It was always the coolest. Now that I know what it is, I really uh, appreciate my parents instilling that upon us because it's something we're really fond of.
3: So you would go to different drive throughs just to get different sauces? From We'd go, like,
0: th- in. We wouldn't go to the necessarily the drive-thru. Oh, sure. But, like, yeah. yeah, but you, they, they would charge. Like, when you came in and you wanted to get, like, a lot of them, you would, like, pay them a few bucks yeah. for, like, what it was. But it was very specific because, like, <laughs> certain people liked certain sauces from certain places. So we always had a very specific, that. like... You go to like the, like I said, like a McDonald's, you had to get the sweet and sour sauce, Mm -hmm. but we would prefer a, I don't know, whoever's barbecue sauce. It was, Mm -hmm. but it was easier to do it that way than buying huge bottles of sauce that we probably wouldn't use otherwise. And even
2: if you buy like the, if you, like, buy, like, the Taco Bell taco sauce, like, at Kroger, mm-hmm. it's not the same. Right. That Taco Bell
3: Diablo sauce is going to be the one I was like, you got to do that one. That's my favorite sauce.
0: Yeah, it's wild, though, because I feel like a lot of places have a lot more sauce options. So you probably wouldn't have to. But my dad still has a list, like, probably a paper list from <laughs> 1986 that he probably still goes and references where to get them. The sauce yeah, this <laughs> Yeah. the Saucy.
2: All right. Well, Cincinnati, thank you for th- your question. I hope you enjoy some uh, Christmas Eve skyline since I cannot this year. Um, if you have a question for us about um, traditions or holidays or beer or brewing or tap rooms or whatever, um, send it in and uh, you can get a free land grant T-shirt of your choice. Um, yeah. So you can get it to us via Instagram, Twitter, yeah, DM us. Facebook, email. We'll
0: get
2: it in the fold. Uh, we have gotten questions by mail uh, in the past. So yeah, just however you want to send it, send it. We'll Owl. answer it.
0: Owl. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. So it being the 22nd of December, we are only three days from Christmas. If you didn't know that, um, you, you probably don't care about Christmas. Um, but we have 12 beers of Christmas left, hopefully. Um, at this point, if you need a last second gift, come down and pick up a 12 pack, you'll get a free, uh, Christmas ornament, we also have, a, and a pine glass, and we have a full shop of merch. We got hats, we got shirts, we got sweatshirts, we got glassware, we got all that stuff. We are open, normal hours, um, up until Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, we're going to be open 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. We're going to be closed Christmas Day, and then we'll be open early, uh, the day after Christmas at 11 a.m., um, we'll be open early on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the week after Christmas, so the 26th through the 28th. Open 11 a.m. to 1 a.m. on New Year's Eve for the Big Buckeye game. Um, doing special reservations out in the igloos and curling as supplies last. Those are booking up quick. So if that's something you're interested in, do not delay and go check out availability on our website. Um, and then, yeah, open normal hours on New Year's Day. So, yeah, we can be your spot for all your holiday needs. We can be the spot. Other than Christmas Day. Mm-hmm.
0: I think the number one thing that I love about, I've done this many times even before I worked at Land Grant, was I would pop in and I would grab some last-minute kind of gifty things. Like, oh, I just want to make sure I have something for someone or whatever. Because you don't obviously have to worry about shipping. You could just pop in and like get it. And then just having a beer and taking a minute before you get into some of the chaos is actually really nice. Just a kind of very quiet time. So I highly recommend it. In yeah, the next and if you're days. amidst
2: the chaos and you need to get out, yeah, <laughs> truth. Come, uh, come, pull up a, a stool and join us in the tap room,
0: or just like rent an igloo and sit there. <laughs> and Responsibly, of
1: course. <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> like don't like abandon your wife and children, but you know, <laughs> do what you need to do. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. twelve beers of yeah. Christmas
1: can be twelve great single gifts,
3: or send or your women, and
2: send the send the <laughs> the children and your spouse down here, and you stay home. There you go. So they could have the fun, and you can have the quiet. Yeah, just whatever you need to do. No judgment on our end, uh, (laughs) however, you need to get that. Not speaking from
0: experience or anything either.
2: (laughs) Um, I glossed over this, but Meredith, do you want to run through the uh, New Year's Eve packages that we got going on? Oh, sure.
0: Well, we're really excited because we partnered up with two local makers. We have Lord D'Orves uh, who created these really awesome uh, charcuterie boards. Lauren is her name but Lord uh, D'Orves is like the greatest single greatest like small business name I think you can come up with when you make charcuterie boards. Um, and then we have mini cheesecakes from the Cheesecake Girl. So, what we did is we packaged it together. There's enough to feed eight people. And uh, there's also a bottle of Prosecco included in the package so you that you can have a midnight toast. So basically, you can come down and you rent an igloo and you'll get the charcuterie board with the mini cheesecakes and the Prosecco. Uh, I think when you split it up across eight people, it's like 30 bucks a person. It's pretty, it's pretty reasonable. It should
2: be mentioned, these... These charcuterie boards are not sparse.
0: This is not a lunchable, it's friends. Like, this it's is... like 15
2: <laughs> pounds of meat and cheese. <laughs> and it's, board. like, also
0: beautiful. So if you're, like, an Instagrammable type of person, then there, there's, that, there's that component for you, too. And then um, I don't know if we have any left, but I know that there were. this was also a package available with curling as well, and I know the curling was flying fast because yeah. obviously we only have six lanes. But the bonus, if there is... Curling available. Uh, you can see the uh, there's a TV that overlooks the rink, so you can watch the Buckeye game basically while you have your curling reservation as well. Because it will not be on the big screen outside, but it will be on in the tap room. So if you want to come down here,
2: uh, it'll be on the the rink screen, but not the the, the sc- big the screen stage behind stage, Correct, yeah.
0: correct. So you could you could see it if you have a curling.
2: Yeah, or you can um, pop out of your igloo and yeah, go watch the totally. game for a little bit by the, by the rink. And, and that's what we Buckeyes should say is. get up is by 35, you can just
0: <laughs> you not get worry it. about it anymore. The, the packages start at 8 p.m., which is obviously when kickoff is, but they last till 1 a.m. So yeah. even if you didn't want to be in your igloo for that first few hours while you watch the game, we'll have it on mm-hmm. in the tap room. So it's an awesome way to kind of find some balance and yeah. do something a little bit different this year for the, for the holiday, the ring in the new year.
2: Yeah, and if you're, uh, again, if you're looking for last-minute gifts, reservations are available for uh, curling and igloos. Um, go on there, make a reservation, give that to someone as a gift. That'd be a great mm-hmm. Christmas present, I would say. Uh, Kickstarter room also available for reservation um, as well. There's seen room a di- ton of
0: holiday parties in there this yeah, time, it's which been has been bu- great. it's
2: been busy. Um, we're relegated up to the office today landgrantbrewing.com slash winter garden has all the details on all of that um euchre coming back in the new year trivia coming back in the new year Mm -hmm. and curling leagues kicking off in the new year as well but i think that's kind of the the rundown of what we got going on um i guess we can wrap it up here but yeah i just want to say i hope everyone has a safe and happy uh holiday weekend um if you're traveling, travel safe and uh, bring yeah, some land grant with you. If
0: you're in the car driving to and fro, this is the podcast you're obviously listening to.
2: Yeah. I just hope that <laughs> my wife, Erin, doesn't make us listen to this podcast on our drive up to Michigan. <laughs> that would make me feel very uncomfortable for going about 26 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah.
2: Tip your bartenders. Tip them extra. Give them a big old end of year tip they take care of you all year round that's all I got and to all good night yep